my listeners, this is a special bonus edition of Admission Straight Talk. I recently wrote a blog post related to something that's been on my mind and percolating really for a few weeks now. And I wanted to share these thoughts with you, but frankly, we have some excellent interviews lined up and I didn't want to delay them for this solo episode. So you subscribers have a bonus and you'll still get those great interviews without delay. Welcome to Admission Straight Talk, the podcast dedicated to graduate admissions and helping you approach the application process thoughtfully and successfully. Your host is Accepted's founder and world-renowned admissions guru, Linda Abraham. At Accepted, our mission is to get you to that unforgettable moment when you read your acceptance email and shout, yes, I'm in, confident you'll be attending the perfect program to help you launch the career of your dreams. Here are my thoughts. Here, here, what I've been thinking about to a certain extent concerned about, and I think also excited about the opportunity that you might have at this moment in time where we're at right now. Right now, if I walk down the street, almost anywhere in the United States, I will see help wanted signs in the windows. I'll see them in the windows, I'll see them in Amazon trucks, and I'll see them almost everywhere. You know, help wanted, all this stuff. The United States is experiencing a labor shortage and one of the tightest labor markets since records were kept. As a result of the labor shortage, current grads are getting jobs and great salaries. The Wall Street Journal wrote, quote, the class of 2022 represents the most in-demand college graduates to enter the job market in years. At the same time, and probably as a result of the tight job market, application volume to graduate schools declined this past cycle. In several podcast interviews that I've conducted, whether with medical school, law school, or business school admissions deans and directors, representatives indicated that application volume was down from the stratospheric levels of 2021, but not below pre-COVID levels. At May's AGAC conference, several top MBA admissions directors also expressed concern about summer melt. That's the phenomenon of uh, admitted applicants who have indicated they will attend their program and who then decide either not to go for an MBA or to attend another program. They were also concerned about employer incentives to their admitted students that would encourage them not to attend or not to go for the MBA at this time. Now, the drop in application volume stemming from this tight job market, however, is good news for applicants. It means it's easier to get into better programs than it was at the height of the COVID recession. Very simple. The more applicants there are, the more competition there is, the harder it is to get in. Fewer applicants almost always leads to more and larger scholarships for highly qualified students. And that, that's a result of the reduced competition when you have lower application volume. The question for applicants thinking about applying in this upcoming cycle, the 2022-2023 application cycle is, will the applicant party continue? Will graduate admissions, especially MBA admissions, see further declines in application volume? Will it remain a buyer's market? Now, the rest of this podcast is probably a little, little less relevant for people interested in the healthcare field because your application cycle has already started. So it's a little bit hard to, to get ahead of the game for, for you folks, but for everybody else listening, as long as you're applying to graduate school or contemplating an application to grad school, I think there's a lot here that you should hear and think about. So my question to you is, will the applicant party continue? Will it remain a buyer's market, your market? And my belief is no, I really doubt it. And here's why. 
When I open my paper in the morning, I still read the physical paper, there's a drumbeat of warnings about a coming recession. Almost every day, there's another article about layoffs, uh, even when the same paper reports low unemployment, increasing inflation, anticipated increases in interest rates, uh, venture capitalists tightening up on whom they're funding and uh, expectation that growth is not the only thing that counts, profits also count, that kind of thing that was this morning. But let's go back a little bit in time. In late 2021 and early 2022, the economic predictions were optimistic. By May, in other words, just last month, that confidence had dissipated. Inflation surged, the stock market slumped, supply chain snafus multiplied, Russia invaded Ukraine, and interest rates climbed. Headlines increasingly relayed recession and layoff warnings, not just this morning, but for the last several weeks. There was an interview of Lloyd Blankfein, who's the senior chairman of Goldman Sachs, in which he warned on Face a Nation, uh, that was on May 15th, actually, of a high risk of recession. Wells Fargo CEO Charlie Scharf said there was, quote, no question, unquote, that we are headed towards a recession. The Wall Street Journal reported companies which saw substantial growth during the COVID-19 pandemic are starting to take a more cautious approach toward hiring and spending. And Business Insider blared a couple of days ago, a wave of layoffs is sweeping the U.S. Here are firms that have announced cuts so far, from Carvana to Wells Fargo. So what has been the impact of previous recessions on graduate school application volume? Why should it matter, really? Well, I'll tell you. I've been an admissions consultant since 1994. In other words, that's 28 years. And during every recession since I started in this business, whether it was the dot-com bust of the very late 1990s, the Great Recession of 2008, or the COVID recession of 2020, potential grad students, especially MBA applicants, seek shelter from the economic storm. They enroll in grad school and improve their skills while opportunities for advancement are more limited and the risk of unemployment, or perhaps the reality of unemployment, is much greater. As a result, the graduate educational market becomes a seller's market. The schools are the sellers, you are the buyer. Application volume soars, competition increases, and it's harder to get accepted. Programs can be choosier about whom they admit and stingier when it comes to scholarships. You do not have to look far for an example of this counter-cyclicality. The COVID recession saw an unprecedented spike in applications to business law and medical school, with MBA admissions in particular being counter-cyclical. Other graduate segments seem a little less sensitive to economic cyclicality, but both law and med saw huge increases in application volume when the COVID recession hit. And here are some examples. Law school applicant volume increased by roughly 19% per the Law School Admissions Council for the class that matriculated in 2021. But it declined a little bit in this current cycle, though not to pre-COVID levels. AAMC reported a 17.8% increase in applications for the class that matriculated again in 2021. However, most med school admissions directors whom I've interviewed say that application volume declined somewhat this year, but is still above 2020 levels. And you can check some of the recent interviews with med school admissions directors to, to check me out on that one. Business schools also reported a banner year during the recession per Poets and Quants. Again, according to PNQ, application volume soared 17.6% of the top 25 ranked MBA programs in the 2020-2021 application cycle versus the pre-recession, pre-COVID 2018-19 application cycle. What does all this mean for you if you want to apply to, to graduate school? It means get moving. Apply before the recession hits 
and application volume soars. If you are applying to MBA programs and either have a test score, assuming you need one, or feel you can prepare well in four to eight weeks, do so ASAP as soon as possible. Aim to submit most or all of your applications round one if you're applying to business school. If you are applying to law school or other graduate schools and need to take the GRE or the LSAT and think you can prepare well in four to eight weeks, then start now and do so. Today, start so that you can get the test finished and finished well. And that might mean signing up for a class, figuring out which class you want to take, start today. And once you've taken the test and hopefully done well on it, then focus on effectively presenting yourself and your qualifications so that you can apply early in the application cycle before unemployment and application volume rise as a result of this anticipated recession. For those schools with rolling admission, early could mean you submit your application and have it evaluated before schools are inundated. To apply effectively and early, ensure that you also have these foundational elements of a successful graduate school application. And I can't emphasize how important these factors are. I'm going to talk about them in broad terms. If you want to you know, discuss with an accepted consultant your specific niche and how to, how to address these foundational elements or make sure that you have them, obviously we're available for that. So what are they? You need a goal requiring the education offered by the specific program you're applying to. In other words, if you want to be a physician, don't apply to law school unless you want to combine law and medicine. Two, you need evidence that you can do the work at the programs you're applying to. Uh, usually, that, and here I'm talking about the academic work, that would boil down to grades, required courses, test scores, et cetera. Sometimes there's also an experiential element to it, but you have to provide that evidence. Three, the personal qualities, skills, and values that schools seek. Medical school wants to see people who are compassionate, have teamwork. Most programs actually want to see teamwork. Many programs, and particularly MBA programs, want to see leadership. Some are going to want to see a certain technical background. Make sure you have that. And then the fourth item is an ability to contribute to the diversity and richness of your class and the school's community. If you meet these basic criteria, then you should plan to apply round one for most business schools and early in the application cycle for other graduate programs that have rolling admissions. Now, I want to make it really clear. I am not, I repeat, I am not recommending that you submit a rushed, sloppy, or mediocre application. I am urging you to get cracking now and start working on your graduate applications ASAP so that you can submit when classes are wide open and schools are uncertain what application volume will be. If you don't have the foundational elements outlined above, then you may have to first work on them and may not be able to submit so early. However, if you already have them, you can do it. If you are just lacking the test score and think you can prepare well in one to two months, then you will have the score and enough time to submit early. If you need more time for the test score, take the time. The test is important. It's just a reality. Take the time to do well on the test. And if you have to submit with everybody else, then you'll just have to do that. But don't skimp on that test prep. It's also quite possible that if you apply now and the recession hits in late 2022 or early 2023, you will ride out most of it in graduate school. And depending on the length of your graduate education and the recession, you could graduate into an expanding economy with new skills and a shiny new degree. If the recession doesn't materialize, the economy continues to roar on and you have great professional opportunities, you can withdraw your applications, attempt to defer, which admittedly is hard to do, or choose not to attend grad school. 
So the only thing you will have lost is the application fees and the time spent in applying. Or you can choose to attend the fantastic program you got into because you're accepted to your dream school and don't want to pass up this fantastic educational and professional opportunity. Bottom line, applying as early as possible, provided you have the foundational elements outlined above, has little downside and lots of upside. So start working on your graduate application now. Now, those were the thoughts I wanted to share with you and the advice I wanted to also share. Whether you work with Accepted or not, I really wanted AST listeners to, to hear those thoughts because I think they're important. However, if you want to take advantage of the decades of experience that Accepted's consultants have, apply successfully and confidently, save yourself some time, please visit accepted.com to learn how we can help you. We have flat rate packages and hourly options. If you're interested in our services, sign up for a free consultation to help you choose the right service for your needs and budget. You'll speak with a consultant so that you can also see if there's fit between you and that consultant. We've been guiding applicants to acceptance since 1994. We would love to help you also get accepted. Earlier in this podcast, I, I focused for a few minutes on the importance of the test score as evidence that you can do the work. That is absolutely foundational. But once you have that foundation, you have to, you know, in terms of all the things that I discussed, right, the skills, the qualities, the ability to do the work, the proper goal for, for the program, and the ability to show that you're going to contribute something distinctive to that program, that's a matter of presentation. Once you have the grades and test scores, the other thing, other stuff is all how you present it. And that's our specialty. We've been guiding applicants to acceptance since 1994, and we'd love to help you too get accepted. This is a special episode of Admissions Straight Talk produced by Accepted, and I'm your host, Linda Abraham. I'll talk to you again next Tuesday. <music>